Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, super achievers. I find how our brain works fascinating, and I like to apply it to all aspects of our lives because that's how we get in our own way. I've already done several podcasts and videos on the brain, and I talk about it in all my speeches and workshops. I was recently leading a workshop on giving effective feedback and was asked about what is the best way to give feedback to not trigger the brain's fight or flight response. I thought this would make a great topic to share with you. I've created several resources for you in relation to amygdala hijack and how we can put ourselves into fight or flight response. So I won't go into depth in this podcast on the topic. What I do want to reiterate is that the word feedback is a trigger for most people. It is also a trigger for most of us to have someone else mention when we are not performing well in an area, even if it's someone whom we respect and trust. I won't go over specific models for giving feedback in this podcast either. There are several very effective ones out there. Not the sandwich one, by the way. Let's focus on ways you can go around the brain's natural defense mechanisms when you need to give someone feedback. First, it helps to check your intention in giving the feedback to the other person. If you have anything other than a positive intention to help this person learn and grow, you shouldn't be giving the feedback. After your self-check, make sure you share that intention with the person you are giving feedback to, such as, I'm giving you this feedback because you are a valued member of my team and I want to help you be even more successful. Or, I'm giving you this feedback because I love you very much and I want you to do well in life. This is under the assumption that you have a trusting relationship with the individual, by the way. You probably should not be giving feedback to an individual with whom you have not developed a healthy relationship. So we've got positive intent in sharing this feedback, and we make sure the person is aware of our intent. Well, we can soften the blow even more when giving feedback about another's performance in a specific area by starting out with what went well or what I like about that is and share specifics on what they did well. Then you finish up with what could have gone better or what could make me like it even more is. For example, what I like about the delivery of your presentation is that you shared the content in such a way as for the audience to easily understand a very complex topic. What could have gone better is if you had used fewer filler words, such as um and uh. Maybe a little more practice next time will help you eliminate most of those. One more way to provide brain-friendly feedback, and one that I like very much, is using yes and. Perhaps you've heard of this technique, which came from the world of improv, to use during conflict management or customer service delivery. It works well for feedback as well. And here's how. Instead of saying you did a good job on your presentation, but you said um a lot, say, you did a good job on conveying complex information in an easy to understand way during your presentation. And I'd recommend practicing a bit more before next time so that there are fewer verbal fillers as you talk. When we use but, it negates everything that was said before it, and it's a trigger word for the brain. Instead, we use and to help the brain more easily process what is being said. 
All right, super achievers. Hopefully I provided you with a few more tools in your toolbox for providing feedback to others that is more likely to be received. Does your organization need a proven leadership development program? Visit ChristinaEans.com for more information.